but you need to get ad adequate sleep for you and your situation because if you don't, and yeah, maybe like I said, maybe you can do that for a day or two in a row, but after that, your productivity and your focus, your mental capacity is just gonna go downhill. So who are you really serving? <laughs> How do you grow and scale your business while avoiding entrepreneur poverty? Hi, I'm Buzz and I've spent over 20 years marketing for entrepreneurs just like you. I've learned there's no one secret to success, but a series of strategies to help business owners scale at will. On this podcast, we uncover invaluable insights that successful entrepreneurs and industry experts use to profitably scale businesses. Welcome to You Are Buzzworthy. Welcome back to You Are Buzzworthy. This is Buzz. And today I'm bringing in a friend of mine. His name is Deepak Sani. He is an anti-aging and longevity coach. He has spent many stressed years in the corporate world and has overcome an autoimmune condition, a back in injury, and a lifelong battle with obesity. Deepak brings a unique perspective to working with his clients. When not spending time with his family, Deepak is researching and staying at the forefront of emerging and cutting-edge health research. Deepak is a speaker, a course instructor, writer, and actively working on becoming a centenarian. And today, he is joining us to talk about how to improve your business while optimizing your health. Deepak, welcome to the show. Thank you very much, Michael, for having me. I really appreciate being here today. Hey, I love the fact that we are able to connect with this. Uh, my listeners already know that I did not live a very healthy life the first 13 years of my entrepreneur career. <laughs> and so when you and I got connected, uh, what about six months ago, I just was blown away that that this is a thing and that there are people like you helping entrepreneurs work around bad health choices while growing their business and help improve their business by improving their health. So why don't we dive right in and let's talk about your perspective on how entrepreneurs should approach a work-life balance. Yeah, sure. Let's dig into that. And you know, this whole thing of work-life balance, like I'm not, I have to admit, I'm not super keen on that term. You know, what does that mean really? But what I, the way I look at it is like your work and your business is one aspect and then your family life, your personal life is, is another thing. And I think trying to integrate those and overlap and running from thing to thing, I think just is a disservice to many entrepreneurs. I think you just need to focus on your business and the appropriate amount, which we'll get to in a second, and then focus on your family and your personal relationships because those really impact what you're doing in your business. So many entrepreneurs and i'm i have been guilty of that in the past i'm sure you have as well you know we're trying to start our business we're trying to grow our business trying to meet client needs working all hours working saturdays and sundays and trying to fit in going to our kids recitals etc cetera, etc cetera, here and there while taking client calls and this that and the other thing i think just stop stop we'll get to it in, in the tips later but like you know when you're focused and your mind is working properly, you're more productive, you can do more in the time you have and just focus on your business in business time and focus on your family and your personal relationships during that time and just have them be as separate as possible and you'll be more productive. When you're trying to think about 
uh, other things, then you're not 100% on your business. And that's why I try to help my clients work is uh, work with is when you're working on on your business, be super focused and you'll get more done in less time, actually. I'm telling you right now, when I got out of the Air Force and started my recording studio, the the last 90 days of my service, I was working close to anywhere between 18 and 22 hours a day. I would get up in the morning, get my uniform on, go to base, work for about six to eight hours, depending on what was going on that day. Then I would go to what I was building out a studio at the time, and I'd work another six to eight hours there. And then I was supplementing the rent for that studio by moonlighting as a live sound engineer for live bands in the area. And I, and I had a, a space that I did that pretty much seven days a week. And then I would grab a nap and then do it all over again. <laughs> and so um, there was no balance at that point. Luckily for my business, I had just got out of a divorce. So it was a time for me to just dive into something else. Of course, that was unhealthy for many years to come. But you know, even after I got out of the service and I dumped the side gig, because I knew if I, if I relied on that side gig to help pay the rent, I would not have that focus you're talking about on the business. So one of my questions is that like when people are in that infancy stage, they're in their first year, maybe two years of their business, and they're, they're, they've gone from having a job and this being a side hustle to full-time, is there a healthy number of hours in a day to focus on your business? I think that's going to be, and I love your story you shared there. And and, and sometimes, yeah, there's a sprint, right? There's a project or or whether you're in the corporate world or, or your business and you just need to get something done and you need to do that sprint. I, I, I find it interesting to use the word nap, not sleep, but nap. But uh, to answer your question, I think we need to have boundaries with ourselves. Yes, we're trying to accomplish something. We're trying to move to that next stage of our life to get our business up and running, to leave the corporate world or, or a job per se. But we need to have healthy boundaries. You need to take care of yourself. You need to get adequate sleep. And maybe it's not that eight hours that people say, which is a bit of a myth anyway. Uh, right. But you need to get ad- adequate sleep for you and your situation. Because if you don't, and yeah, maybe like I said, maybe you can do that for a day or two in a row. But after that, your productivity and your focus, your mental capacity is just going to go downhill. So who are you really serving? You're not really serving your bigger goal of getting your business up and running, moving your business to to that next level. If you don't focus and prioritize your own self-care and that could be sleep, that can be a number of things that maybe we'll, we'll get into. So I, I would say, you know, you got to have the healthy balance and, and maybe you need to cut it off at 10 hours or 12 hours. Because right. again, yeah. you know, everyone's going to be different, but you need that rest time, that self-care. Mm-hmm. Plus you want to spend time and, and foster your relationships. I, I can't stress that enough how important that is. Those oh, people yeah. that support you for your business. And everybody has a different situation, right? If you're married, Absolutely. you have that relationship you have to serve as well. Um, if you're a father or a mother, that is another relationship and another responsibility that you have to your family. So it's not just self-care, it's your life. You know, and the people who they rely on you for what you provide to them, right? And when we see people talk about, um, I think women are the best about it, where they say, I'm I'm a mother, they are uh, a child of God, they are a business person, they are a speaker, They, they list out all the responsibilities as a human being that they have owned. I think women are much better at that than men. I think men just see themselves as this superhero that has all these powers and we can do it all at the same time, right? So kudos to the female entrepreneurs out there. I want to, I want to share something really quick. Yeah, uh, go Michael, for it. That's okay. 
I've come to realize this myself. Again, I'm, uh, you know, I've been in business for about six years now, but I'm coming up with a launch that's, you know, December, January, so a, a new offering, which we may or may not get into, which is fine. But I realized that just recently, just this past weekend, I was doing some personal development, which I think is really important for entrepreneurs as well, is that I was following my own advice. I was stretching things, you know, having dinner and then like going back into the office. And, and I came to realize, I was like, what am I doing here? I'm not even, this is not even productive work, you know, from a mental capacity. Like I know myself, I'm just doing busy work to try and clear emails and do something. It's not even productive. It's not high value. So I made the conscious decision. I just implemented just starting this week, actually. It's like, no, dinner time is cut off. That's done. And and I've seen no no ill effects of that. And I have more time with my family or quality time with my kids. So, you know, again, it, it's super important. Like, you know, when you're more productive, you can do more in in less time. I agree 100%. I think that scheduling your day out, my wife makes fun of me for doing this, but I schedule everything. Lunch, dinner, how much time it takes me to get ready for the day, gym time. All of those things have to be scheduled in the time that you have because you only have 24 hours. And if you just think you're going to wake up and get the things done that need to get done, just by intuition, I think you're failing yourself. I think that time blocking is super important. Besides keeping a schedule, like I was just talking about, what is the biggest health challenge entrepreneurs face when they're in this growth or this the, the beginning sprint phases of their business? Yeah, I, I see probably three. And, and, and this is not going to surprise you. I mean, we sleep, we already talked about and trying to just do too much and working late and that sort of thing. The other thing is, you know, you're on the go, maybe you're meeting clients or you're just really focused on building out your website or your copy, whatever it is, and then shortchanging yourself on taking that time for yourself. And that could mean I'm grabbing fast food, I'm making poor choices. And then the third would be, you know, I'm too busy. Like I know I need to exercise, but I need to get this done or I need to whatever. And they, and you know, it just goes back to what I said, self-care. You know, and there's many facets of that. And, it's, and that's different for different people. Absolutely. But, you know, shortchanging themselves on sleep, making poor nutrition choices and probably skimping out on movement and whatever that looks like for people. So I'm hearing prioritization of the different things in your life that make you a whole person. Yeah, absolutely. You right. Know. Like our food. I mean, how hard is it? I mean, I've got a little Lara bar next to me at my office that is there just in case I don't make the lunch priority. Like I don't, I don't actually follow through with that lunch party and go get something healthy. Right. Sleep though, we mentioned it earlier and we talked about the fact that not everybody needs eight hours sleep. Right. I don't think I know an entrepreneur who sleeps eight hours a day and it's not because of their load. They just don't. I think that there are people like I bounce out of bed at 4.30 in the morning to go to the gym, right? And I usually beat my alarm clock. And if I try to get eight hours, actually get less quality sleep from my sleep monitor than when I'm just give myself, say, six and a half to seven hours. I seem to wake up fresher, more ready, more rested, the whole nine yards. But if I sit there and I'm basically waking up six and a half to seven hours into my sleep and I just lay there for an hour, I'm like sluggish for the rest of the day. What do you say about the the science of sleep? And because we know we have to have it. Absolutely. And, you know, we don't have time to go deep into this, but I think everyone has their own set point. And I think it's important to, you know, listen to your body and what's your own sleep chronotype. So again, you said you use tracking. I have this ring on right now. I track, I've been tracking diligently my sleep coming on. Is that the pulse? 
Uh, I, it's the Aura Ring that I use. Oh, okay. Aura. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. From my latest research, it's still the number one uh, accuracy for sleep tracking. To your point, you know, I, I found my sweet spot again. Almost five years of tracking, and, and there's a lot that goes into sleep quality. You know, you know, we don't have time to get into that today. But my sweet spot is six hours and 45 minutes to seven hours and 15 minutes. Within that half hour, that is my sweet spot. I am ready nice. to crush it. Too much? Yeah. Sluggish, just like, like you said. Too little, and then I got to you know get on the stimulants, the caffeine, the whatever. For whatever reason, you get poor sleep or you get less sleep. I mean, there's ways to you know turn your brain on to, to get yourself to be a productive level, but everyone needs to understand their set point. And, you know, and I, get that. I would also say that goes with nutrition and movement as well. So does your website, the Personal Blue Zones, kind of cover some of that stuff? Yeah. So when I work with my clients in my one-on-one program, we go A to Z of everything health-related for you know longevity, anti-aging. It starts with mindset and uh, and motivation for why you want to have a long health span. Mm-hmm. And of course, every sleep, nutrition, movement, and, and many, many other things also come into that program as well. So yeah, these are, those are fundamental things for sure. I just want to touch back on something we're saying about priorities and that sort of thing. And I, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention this. I personally, again, you, you said in my intro, the things I've overcome. So I personally spend close to two hours on my self-care. Uh, and I stack a lot of things in that. So I get a lot of things done. And some people might say, well, geez, that's, you know, you, that could be time you're building on your business. That could be time you can spend it with your family. But I found, and it's different for everyone, obviously, but I found for me, if I don't do my self-care, I can't be the best version of myself. I can't be the best husband. I can't be the best parent. I can't be the best business owner. I can't be the best friend, son, et cetera, et cetera. So I need to do that for me. And and not everyone needs two hours, but that's what I need. So I would just, you know, challenge uh, the listeners to like find that thing that you need that makes you better, mm-hmm. not only in your relationship, but also better cognitively. So you can make better decisions, faster decisions. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and like I, I keep coming back to it, you know, do more in less time. Well, I mean, you you said it right off the bat. The best version of you is what your business requires. Absolutely. Right. When I, t- when I hear, and I, I mean, we used to use this as a badge of honor. I work 18 to 20 hours a day on my business. And it's like, yeah, but what about the guys who are spending eight hours and getting twice as much done as you are in 18, right? Yeah. You could, one could argue, you know, maybe different growth phases or different challenges or projects coming up or launches or what have you. But if you have to work 18 or 20 hours, like you're doing something wrong, I think. Well, you're, you're doing, and we talk about this in other shows, you're working in your business and not on your business. You have not mastered the art of delegation, right? Yeah, and, and a lot of times when our infancy stages of our business, um, and unfortunately, some people carry it over, they have that Superman or superhero persona of like, well, it, I'm the only one that can do it or I do it the best, or I'm the only one that does it right type of thing, right? And so they just haven't built those systems regardless of how long they've been in business. It does take 18 hours because there's only one of you doing it. I've got somebody right now coming in and redoing my kitchen, right? And if you're watching this on video, uh, that's why you can't see me right now because the camera doesn't work in my other office. So I apologize for you not seeing my nice bald head, which maybe Deepak, can you help me like reverse my my hair thing? We don't have to talk about that right now. But the fact is, is that I didn't. Uh, I actually have something for that, but oh, yeah, oh, uh, we'll, awesome. we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that offline. Awesome, I appreciate that. But back to my point is that the guy comes in. He's he's a single guy. He he basically runs it off out of a truck, but he has two other men who come in and work with him for different things. And then he brings in people like electricians and plumbers when he is out of his scope, right? He knows when to bring in people that will speed up the process. He doesn't have them all the time, but when it's the best for the project and the speed and quality that needs to happen for it, boom. 
And I don't think that entrepreneurs grab that essence in that when you are trying to do everything, you are going to burn yourself out. You are going to have to work that 18 hours. You are going to have to take naps versus sleep, right? I challenge that you spend more than two hours on self-care because I bet you, you spend more than a couple minutes eating, a couple of minutes cooking food for yourself. To me, that's personal care, right? Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's a very good point. If you put it that way, then I spend absolutely way more because I cook 95% of my own food. Right. Sometimes I eat faster than I probably should because I'm trying to get to <laughs> an appointment or trying to, trying to fit, thing, fit things in. But yeah, if you put it that way, then yeah, I probably, and I spend dinner, sit down, yeah. uh, sitting down Time with, with your family. family. Mm-hmm. So if you want to include that as self-care and personal you know, relationship development, then, oh yeah, then it's way more than two hours. Two hours is what I do by myself. Yeah. To, to get myself ready. I mean, I spend an hour and a half just as far as getting to and from the gym and, and my time in the gym, right? There's 90 minutes in the day to help make sure that my physical being is as good as I possibly can make it, right? And then you have your food and then you have your time with your family, I think is personal care. I think mm-hmm. having- Let, let me ask you, what are you doing on your drive to and from? For me, I'm actually soaking in the news so that I don't have to deal with that at the office and get distracted. Okay. So that I can Fantastic. focus on my business. It's funny because I have an, a home office and my wife will actually dive in to the uh, to the office when I'm sitting in front of it. And I'm like, you can't be here. She's like, why? I said, I'm already in, I'm already in business mode. Like, <laughs> this is it, right? If you right. want me to be available at dinner time, I need to be available for my business right now. Right. Yeah. What I like to do is, uh, unless the kids are in the car and they want to listen to whatever pop station or something like that, I listen to, uh, you know, podcasts about personal development the latest in health research, you know, all the things that interest me that. So that's what I like to do in the, right. in the car. When, when I'm, I'm mowing my lawn, I listen to podcasts. And if I have a long drive or I'm uh, traveling, I make sure I download podcasts and take that in. Because um, it's, it's dead brain time. It's a good time for me personally to just download new information. And I think that we're, we're kind of getting in the tactical things. So I want to leave the audience today with an action item that you could possibly share with them to help start living healthier lives. Yeah, if there's one just thing, you know, we talked about sleep and movement and nutrition, but I would start with even something a little bit more basic, a little bit more fundamental is just take the time to set the intention for your day first thing in the morning or, or somewhere. I mean, the best time to do it is when you're going to do it, but set the intention for today. Get into, if you don't already meditate, get into meditation, do some breath work really ground yourself before you dive in, in into your day or even take or even these little little mini breaks so you you had a client call or you worked on something now you have, you have five minutes to get the next and just take you know even 10 seconds to do some deep breath work reset yourself reset your nervous system before you jump to the next thing i would say that's fundamental if there's one thing i would say start there and then look at your sleep look at your self-care all the other things we just already already mentioned i love it I, i've seen people who will plan their day on Sundays. They'll get into their calendar and they'll just plan out their big things, right? And they'll make sure that they don't have more than three objectives per day. And they try to boil big objectives down to one per day, right? And that's kind of the 1% better everyday type of mentality. But I think that people shy away from the word meditation, especially guys. It's like, that's not macho enough for a lot of guys, right? But deep breathing is a thing. It is like... I've, I've seen the studies on that, like metaphysical and emotional and everything. Like it, it, it does like that grounding thing sounds like fluff. And if you're the one, the one, when Deepak was saying it or going, I'm not going to meditate guys, it's just taking a second and being quiet. 
and letting your brain just flush out what is keeping it busy at that moment so that you can restart your day right in the middle of it. Any t- at any point, you can just stop for 10 seconds. You breathe in through your nose and out through your mouth. Count in five, breathe out five. It's that simple, guys. It is that simple. So simple. I'll just add one thing too, especially for entrepreneurs and we're growing our business and we maybe we're relatively new. We've just left a job. We have to be present. If you're thinking about the past, well, I used to make this in my job, or I used to that, or my parents did this, or blah, 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 you're never going to move forward. Same time, you can't be in the future. I wish I had this. I wish I was there. I'm not there yet. You can't. You need to be present in the moment so you can focus on what you need to do in the next 10 minutes, 10 seconds, 30 minutes, whatever, or with your family. Be present right now with your children, right now with your spouse or any other relationships. And I think breath is one of the best things and it like literally takes 10 seconds just to get yourself centered be in the moment and then boom you can go on with what you need to do and and that will just take you way further than just trying to spin your wheel and work 18 hours a day and and trying to outwork you heard deepak it's time to take time make sure that you are resetting when your brain gets too busy Take 10 seconds, reset your day, and make it better. If you want to learn more about what Deepak has to offer your business, check out his links in the show notes. We always want to hear your feedback, so leave a review. Until next time, this is Your Buzzworthy Podcast.